What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's having um, a decent day, decent night. If you're not already having a high vibrational life, um, it's okay. And uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for being with me on this crazy journey. So, for those who don't know, um, at the beginning of this podcast, at the beginning of this high vibrational podcast, I was not high vibrational. I was actually experiencing the darkest moment of my life. Um, I had, I had had many, um, you know, like spiritual breakthroughs. Um, up until that point, it wasn't like I got into spirituality right then and there. Uh, when when uh, when I had my heart broken, but it for sure was just such a wake up call, and it, it just changed my life forever. The pain that I experienced you know, through the breakup and just uh, hitting rock bottom, dropping out of school, having issues with my parents, my roommates left me. Um, so I had to pay like $1,700 worth of rent, you know, like, and I didn't know how to do that. And I was just kind of like all alone and it was just tough. And I, and I had this huge emotional pain 24 seven. It felt like the end of the world, right? It was just so painful. Just the whole situation was just, complete devastating nightmare so that was back last December so what that's like 10 11 months ago and wow wow what a difference last December what 2000 December 2018 I had my heart broken and many messy details followed, and it was so bad. And if we actually go back two years ago, before that, 2016, I had my heart broken uh, prior to that. So that was my first real heartbreaking experience. And that summer, you know, I was just so heartbroken as well. And that was a summer where I um, became intensely present. For those who don't know, here's a quick, a quick version of the story, which was, um, 2016 got heartbroken, took me like six, seven months to feel better, and and then in the summer of of that 2016, um, I went on a journey to, to just liberate my mind, liberate myself from overthinking, because up until that point in my life, I was constantly overthinking. And so 2016, I I experienced the present moment. (laughs) I realized that I can be present, and I became intensely present, and my mind stopped. I experienced very little thought afterwards. To this day, I experienced way less thought than the average individual. And that might sound crazy to some people, and to the more spiritual people, that's perfectly normal. But at the time, it was insane. So at the time, it was like every time, every time I had a negative thought, which is 24-7, my mind gets sucked into it and I would just suffer. I would just suffer, suffer, suffer. I was just 24-7 overplaying situations in my head and overthinking, overthinking. So 
2016, I became super present. My mind stopped. And so I felt invincible, right? And then I encountered my demons. I fell in love. And for those who don't know, love brings out the demons. Love brings out, it highlights the parts of you that isn't compatible with love. It brought out the worst of me. It also brought out the worst in her. So we were just hurting each other. And um, it was even worse because, you know, I, I had, you know, I thought that I wouldn't suffer anymore after, you know, being so present, after not having thoughts. Um, I thought, man, like, I'm invincible emotionally now, but I wasn't. I was, that still broke my heart. So, you know, being a pre- being a very present guy, like, only some really devastating shit can stop somebody like that, you know? So that took me down. And um, so... I was in this cold world, all alone. It was December, and my heart was just in so much pain. I spent some time just sulking, just letting myself become engulfed in the pain, just swallowed up by the darkness. And then one day, I realized, okay, I, I got to stop feeling sorry for myself. This ain't it. I don't like this. And life is what you make it. So either I am going to let this consume me and be a a victim to it forever. Or I'm going to make the most of this. So I was at rock bottom. There was nothing to lose. And at the time I was telling people, I'm out. I'm at the worst place in my life. I'm at rock bottom. When I'm at rock bottom, there's no way to go but up. So I'm going to build this fucking ladder one step at a time. I'm going to build this ladder and just build it one step at a time. And I'm going to climb this thing. And I'm going to climb it and I'll never, ever come back down. So that's when this podcast started. The title of the podcast is Guns, Roses, and Spirituality. It represents the things that got me out of that rock bottom. The guns represented pulling the trigger. Pulling the trigger and taking action. 
no longer feeling sorry for myself and doing something with it. So I pulled a trigger and started this podcast, started pursuing my passions, dropped out of school. The roses represented my heart. I was on a quest to heal this broken heart, to believe in love, to believe in the power of this universe, to believe in divinity, to believe in the fact that if I just follow my heart, something amazing will happen. The spirituality I had to embrace. I decided, okay, at that point in my life, I was half, half my foot was in the door. Even though I was very, you know, like aware and all that, I just, only half my foot was in the door. I was, you know, at that time I was blogging a lot about certain spiritual principles and whatnot, but I I didn't always practice those things. I didn't really believe in it. I didn't really believe in myself. But I was like, fuck it. I'm going to find out real quick if this spirituality thing is for real or not. So I made the ultimate decision. I put both foot in the door and... I just betted on my spirituality. You know, I started surrendering. I started to let the universe. I started to follow my heart. I started to follow my passion. I started to, you know, do those type of things. And I started doing so much better. And I was still very heartbroken, but I was improving each day. Improving each day and um, just trying my best, and it was a hard time, and it was a time for major faith because, you know, like I just dropped out of school, um, my parents stopped paying for my rent and everything, so you know I had to go from never, from barely working to now having to work full time, never having to worry about money to just having to, just figure out how I'm gonna make seventeen hundred dollars a month to pay for this rent now because my roommates left, and and also, how am I going to eat, you know, so, at that time, most of me wanted to just stress out, most of me wanted to just overanalyze everything, like, I can't, I wouldn't blame myself if I was just overthinking all the time, how can you blame someone for overthinking in a time like this? In a time where you don't know how the heck you're supposed to make that much in rent. How the heck you're supposed to feed yourself. So. At a time like that. full Full of obstacles. Full of questions. I surrendered. I. From that moment, I stopped rationalizing completely. I stopped spending a single second trying to figure out anything, anything. Anytime I found my mind trying to calculate a scenario, I just 
let it pass and focus on the present moment because I had realized I don't need to think about anything for a single second. I just need to let the universe figure this out for me. And that took a lot of faith. That took all the faith in the world at a time like this. However, that's what I did. And slowly but surely, like I said, my life was improving and things were going good. Things were going better. Um, you know, I was just consistent on my podcast. I was just, you know, just improving myself. Just at the time, you know, I didn't know anything about vibrations or anything. I was just heartbroken. And I, but I just knew that, okay, if I spend the time that, you know, I would be spending just feeling sorry for myself, I might as well spend it on reinventing myself. <clears throat> so I spent my time on my podcast, spent my time on building up my Twitter, spent my time on um, going to the gym, just, you know, just being healthy and all that good stuff, right? Networking and all that stuff. And, you know, it's it's pretty typical stuff, right? Like, it's pretty... It's like, you know, it's high-level human stuff, right? Like, it was just, it wasn't anything too spiritual other than the fact that I'm just surrendering and just letting everything, all these problems I had, just, you know, just letting them figure themselves out. March. I go home and visit my family. They live 40 minutes away, and I went back home. And, uh, you know, my mom, uh, went, uh, went to China and, uh, so, you know, I just wanted to come home a little bit more often and watch my sister, um, you know, just take care of her. That night I had, I got a call from my best friend and, you know, we went and we were picking some stuff up some illegal stuff, um, and, uh, we got arrested, and I caught a felony, and, you know, that just shook up everything, and I had to move back in with my parents, and, um, yeah, so that was, like, a wrench in everything, you know, while, while I was, uh, you know, in the county, um, jail holding space, you know, like, I've never been anywhere like that, right, so I'm just like, damn, this is terrible, like, I was doing much better, and this happened, like, I wasn't even speeding or anything, I literally was, I literally, like, was going normal speed, um, and I got pulled over, um, so it was, like, this whole crazy scenario, and, um, yeah, it was terrible, and I was just kind of like, okay, that was like, that was that moment where it was like, damn, I'm about to give up. Like, I thought I was on the right path. I thought, like, this spiritual stuff was working. But damn, now I got fucking arrested. Caught a fucking felony. Um, That night actually went surprisingly smooth, um, even though it was crazy. But I was able to just be intensely present. And, you know, just all those hours just sitting there and thinking, 
I'm thinking about her, thinking about all that. Um, I don't know, it was just a good time to process everything, I guess. And that forced me to move back in with my parents, that whole situation. Um, so I was mar- late March. And so, you know, I started working back at my parents' restaurant. And it was just very humbling because now I'm freaking living back with my parents. And, but that was good because now, you know, like my parents financially am supporting me again. You know, now I'm living back at home. I don't have to worry about like, you know, all that. And, you know, and so since I was working at my dad, my family's restaurant, I was allowed to, I was allowed to be on my laptop, be on my phone. And I just spent hours um, just listening to audiobooks, listening to Abraham Hicks, um, listening to all types of stuff. And um, so that was, I learned so much in that period of time because, you know, in the summer in Florida, it's not very busy. So that was, that was really helpful because I was able to, um, you know, just literally just at a family owned restaurant, have my headphones in and just sit at the cashier's counter and there was just not enough things to do. So I was literally chilling, making money, helping my parents out, talking to my mom and everything and listening to audiobooks and whatnot. Um, at that time, I wasn't listening to Abraham Hicks too much. Actually, I was mostly, at that time, I was still trying to be enlightened. That was my only thing I cared about uh, was just reaching full Buddha enlightenment, right? Like, it wasn't, I, I didn't care about vibrations at all because I was convinced that we were here in this world to, I don't know, become enlightened, like Ektar Tolle type stuff, right? The only thing that matters is how present you are. Um, now, you know, so, like, that's what I was doing for, like, three months, and, you know, I was just staying the course, and then June 5th, my whole life changed. June 5th, I had to go to court. Um, I, I had to go to court to uh, sign up for a diversion, right? The diversion program, for those who don't know, is like, um, it's like the way better version of probation, right? Um, all I had to do was um, sign up and all I had to do was take the drug test and go see these people um, once a month, like my officer, like once a month. And sometimes, um, you know, I would have to take a drug test or whatever. Um, and aside from that, I just can't. Uh, like, I can, you know, go to work and just, I mean, I can do whatever except um, I have to be back at night, right? Um, so there was a lot of freedom. So there's a lot of freedom to it. So I don't really stay at any of those house anyways. But so, but that day when I was signing up, I was in the courtroom, right? And I was just waiting hours, hours and hours and hours. And it was just so frustrating. And, you know, I was present and everything. But it was just, I was surrounded by such negative people and such negative circumstances that I was just, I was just kind of like, I'm hating this. I'm not. I just, something's got to change. And at that moment, you know, in the courtroom, surrounded by negative people, you know, like criminals and whatever, I'm looking around and, and, and it dawns upon me. Because, you know, I had been listening to a tiny bit of Abraham Hicks. It dawned upon me that 
Oh my gosh. Just because I'm present, just because, you know, I'm ex- my internal state is neutral, you know, most like 99% of the time or 95% of the time, I would say. That does not mean that I'm at a high vibration. I realized that. I realized, oh my gosh, I'm, I think I'm at the highest vibration possible, but I'm like nowhere close. Just because I'm present, just because I have no thoughts anymore and I feel... Um, you know, way more peace, peace and stuff, and I don't feel negative emotions because they wash through me. That does not mean I have the high vibration because my things still sucked in my life. I was getting, you know, I got arrested. My family life at that time sucked. You know, I'm still surrounded by negative people at work. I deal with negative customers. I'm, I have a broken heart. Like, damn. <laughs> like, I'm not being real with myself. So at that moment, I'm like, okay, fuck this enlightenment shit. N- not, not, not that like you know like there's a, I'm not not as bad, but I'm just gonna take a break from it because I realize enlightenment does not mean that you, you know, like that you will experience a high vibrational reality, um, you know, and and you know I just felt that, okay, I define enlightenment as just full self-realization, fully experiencing self, fully realizing who you are, which is infinity, you are infinite consciousness, you are the one, or none, whatever you want to call it, right, but whether I am aware of my true nature in this physical mind, in this physical body, the bigger part of me is still infinity. Infinity is infinity, realizing infinity no matter what, whether I get the pleasure of experiencing that now or not. So I feel like there's more to life than just being here and going into a mountain, meditating my life away and you know, like, why would infinity come here into this physical experience just to realize infinity? Like, maybe maybe that's some people's purpose, and that's great. And one day I'll do that, too. But I was like, let me take a break from this. And just, I, I feel, I used to be into, like, vibrational stuff. I used to be into gratitude. And I remember... When I was practicing gratitude, I was just practicing gratitude for like five minutes each day, right? And so what happened was um, like my life started to pick up. But at the time, you know, I didn't have the confidence, the spiritual confidence or the full awareness that, oh, my gosh, this gratitude practice that I was doing was changing my life. Like, because I remember I remember I just started to practice gratitude and I don't know where just things, my life started to pick up, but I wasn't very consistent with it. And I stopped practicing after like a month or two because I don't know, but I just remembered like thinking back, oh my gosh, I might not know the perfect way to raise my vibration, but I know that this gratitude thing somehow does raise my vibration. It's not perfect, but it's my starting point. So June 5th, start raising my vibration. Um, by simply doing gratitude. Like I said, it wasn't the perfect thing, but every time I'll go in the bathroom, 
literally my cue to practice this was in the bathroom. So I will go to the bathroom. And when I'm in the bathroom, practice gratitude for like two, three minutes. I would just make a list of everything I'm grateful for mentally, you know, or I might even say it out loud if I'm in like a private bathroom, you know, so I would be like, um, I appreciate, I'm really good at giving gratitude. I'll be like, I appreciate my jeans. If they're designer, they're fashionable. Um, they keep me warm, blah, 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 blah. I appreciate the shirt, all the people who've gone into making the shirt, blah, blah, blah. And I would list a thing of things, list things and reasons of things I'm grateful for. And until this is a key point, this is what separated me from other people until I felt this positive emotion. Once I start feeling that positive emotion at the time, I would just imagine a thermostat and crank up that positive emotion like a thermostat. And I would just, you know, bathe in positive emotion. And that's that's how I did it. Like now I know the truth about emotions and like I, I know how to think my way into a higher frequency, which was a bit which is a billion times easier, smoother, and more effective than this gratitude practice that I did, you know, back in the day. So, but that's how I was doing it, and I would do that two, three-minute routine, or two to five-minute routine every time I use the bathroom, and I use the bathroom a lot, <laughs> and so I would do that, and slowly, you know, my life started improving, uh, very slowly at first, but that's all it took, so a month and a half in, my family decided to close down the restaurant for renovation, and we took a trip to Europe, which is pretty peculiar, that stuff doesn't happen. <laughs> like went to Europe, had the best time of my of our of our lives, um, and on the airplane to Europe, I realized okay, gratitude is not the best way to raise my vibration. Thinking is Abraham Hicks. I started reading Abraham Hicks, and I literally finished the book on the plane to to Rome, and I realized oh my gosh, the the best. The best way to raise my vibration is through thinking. And so I thought, so I became um, aware and I started to practice. Um, I started doing some research and I started uh, uh, research on Abraham Hicks and stuff. And I, I found out exactly how Abraham Hicks t- uh, teaches how to think, think our way into high vibration, how to do a thought rampage. So I started doing that. Instead of gratitude, right? And it be, I got better and better at it. And, you know, I practiced it, especially while I was in Europe on that two-week vacation. And, you know, at first it was hard. It was very hard. But by the time I got back from Europe, I was a lot better at it, even though, you know, I was I'm nowhere as good as I am today. Like, nowhere close. But uh, I would just do it five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night. And, and during the day, I would just relax and chill. And... Boom, out of nowhere, I just, I attracted the perfect high vibrational material. I read, like, all of Abraham Hicks' materials at the perfect time. And I'm learning all this high vibrational stuff. I'm learning all these high vibrational components that people are confused about. And I be, I basically became, like, an Abraham Hicks expert. Like, I understood everything she was talking about. And, like, I could teach it like a textbook. And that's what I'm doing with my high vibrational course that I'm building on my website, but yeah, and my life just started to take off, like, fast forward to today, you know, I'm feeling amazing all the time, I'm very high vibrational, I'm basically, I basically, 
vibrate at the level of appreciation most of the day. I feel amazing almost all the time. Um, it's like my relationship with my friends and family has improved so much effortlessly. I didn't do anything. Um, you know, like my vibrate my my high vibrational course, like I, I completed it so effortlessly and I've never been able to finish a course. I've never been able to create a course. I used to try to write books, I used to try to create courses and fail. But you know, like everything's working out. Like I created that course and now I'm just finishing it. Um, just some finishing touches. I got a ha- all the hard parts done. And, you know, my podcast following, my Twitter following just blew up. You know, I went, it took me six months to build 500 followers. And, and, and in less than four months after that, I'm at 5,000. I went from, it took me six months to build 500. And now I'm at 5,000. Less than, like, four months. So my following, like, exploded. My goal was to hit 1,000 followers by the end of the year. And now I'm at 5,000 and it's only growing and my fan base is growing and I'm getting more listeners and I'm also building this course and everything is just going so much better. And the best part about it is I feel amazing all the time. I feel absolutely amazing. My vibration is really high because I know it because of how I feel. I never, I feel more, I feel more joy in one day than I felt my for my entire 19 years of my life and I'm meeting all these great people and I'm helping other people do the same and it's been crazy it's been eye-opening and every day so many amazing things happen so many amazing miracles happen um and it's been crazy and like (laughs) I'm only sharing like one percent of all the miracles and things that happen (laughs) you know like there's so many other amazing things that have happened as a result of this vibration um, but like, damn, it's only been four months since June 5th and my life has completely changed. My internal reality has completely changed. My external reality has completely changed. And yeah, that's my, that's my story. And so I'm literally living my passion every day now because the restaurant, you know, was closed down for renovation um, and my mom was in, um, you know, was still overseas. I was at home taking care of my sister and, um, I'm getting paid to just take care of my sister. So, you know, so I have all this freedom now and I don't have to worry about finances. So every second of day I'm working on my passion and, and, you know, it's not like I can go anywhere because, you know, I'm on diversion, remember? So it's like, but still every day is filled with joy every day, literally every day is just so many miracles happen every day now and if i could just you know like go back and see the me that 10 months ago the heartbroken me i would just tell him how fucking brave he is how fucking intelligent this motherfucker is like for real like this motherfucker just does not give up and um I'm grateful. I'm 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 appreciative of the fact that I never stopped betting on myself. That I knew I was gonna evolve. That I knew that I can outgrow my problems. I can spiritually outgrow any problem. 
And I believed in it. I believed in myself. I followed my heart. Even in the darkest of times. And now here I am on a leading edge. High vibrational and all. Just living my truth. Living my dream. Feeling amazing. Teaching others how to do the same. Making the impact. Creating courses that I've always wanted to create. So for those people who are going through a rough time, who are going through rock bottoms, who are going through insecurities, doubts, heartbreaks, I know how it feels. I know how it feels to just give in to those thoughts, those thoughts that are constantly telling us that we need to give up, that we're not good enough, that we can't do this, that's too scary, that life sucked, life is unfair. I know what it's like, and I know that it beats us down. It convinces us because it's like having a billboard in our head 24-7 saying, hey, you fucking suck. So I know what it's like, and I just want you to bet on yourself. Bet on your evolution. Bet on your spirituality. and Follow your heart. And... I'll meet you in the vortex.